Yo, Seth Gecko, aka Moody Motherfucking Hank, Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 124, hitting you with that calf kick, leaving you in the Playboy centerfold position. Hit him with that theme music. You rocking with the triple champ over here in the corner playing his little video games. You're going to hear him off and on. It is what it is. It's the only time I could get this done. Um, so he's going to be making some obnoxious noise uh, in the background. But just know uh, that's the future, that's the future tra- champ you're talking about. Future three-division champ. Actual three-division champ you're talking to. He's cruising over here. Um, he's going to probably try to get on the mic at some point. Uh, you got Moody Hank over there in the corner sniffing her own ass. Uh, eating her own ass. Um, quite the talent, uh, very few, can anybody eat their own ass? I guarantee there's somebody, I bet you the homie Ivanito can eat his own ass, I know you listening to this shit, uh, yay or nay, a little, uh, diaper change, uh, deep, I would assume it would take a deep diaper change position to eat one's own ass, uh, but speaking of ass eating, um, lots of fights this past weekend, I uh, went six and five on the uh, overall card. Went seven and zero. Oh. Which one did I go? I went seven and zero oh on the prelims for one of them. I think it was the Chiesa. Yeah, it was the Chiesa one. Uh, this one I went six and five. Mad upsets on the main card. The main card fucked me. I was looking good until the main card. Uh, fucking what? 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 Fucking scraps though. There, there were some. Gra- Amanda Hebos number one uh, got her ass knocked out. Uh, bad little Betty that she is. So we're going to get it. Let, let, let's break this down shit. Let me, let me back up. Let me back this shit up. Hit the reverse button. We're going to get into a lot of fight talk on this one. You ain't down with the fight talk. Oh, fuck you. Because um, that's what we're doing. We got plenty of fight talk. Uh, epic fight card just passed. We got a, a, a fight card not this weekend, but the following weekend. We'll get into that. Um, and then we'll go from there. We'll talk about the Super Bowl. My picks were wrong. I came close. I came close, homies. I came close. I went out on a limb. I, I had Packers and Bills <clears throat> wrong, wrong on both of those. But I was close. I was in it until the last day. I know homies who picked Titans versus Rams. We're going to call them out too. 
They were done after the first day. Titans were, at least. We'll get into the Super Bowl. Uh... Fuck it, I'm just going to freestyle the rest. I'm, uh, w- w- uh, w- this episode of the Whiskey Sick pro- Podcast is brought to you by Gelato Hybrid 92.6 THC Organic uh, uh, THC Oil out the vape pen. Stoned, howling at the motherfucking moon. Stoned like Jesus, are you still allowed to say that one? Sorry. If I offended you, didn't mean to. Um, I got six fucking listeners. Who's going to cancel me? Let's get into this motherfucking fight talk, though. I might hit up Bautista later. He's been swinging. He's been swinging uh, on the nuts. He's been calling me, uh, you know, uh, in between podcasts and shit. I, I got to hit the ignore button. I'm, I'm usually busy. But I'm going to give him a shot. I'm going to give him a shot at the big leagues. He, he, he's, been, he's been putting in that G League work. So he's trying to get a shot at the big leagues. Uh, but let's get into this last fight card. Amanda Hebos. Uh Marina Rodriguez, I think, is who she fought. Uh, you know, I, I completely wrote that chick off. I'd seen her fight. Um, she's got decent hands. Uh, you know, long striker. Um, had no takedown defense. Um, and she didn't have takedown defense in this fight against Amanda Hebos, the bad Betty that is Amanda Hebos. Uh, but Amanda Hebos, you know, her striking, I know it wasn't good. Um, I thought it was probably on par with, with Rodriguez, um, but uh, she was a heavy favorite. I, I don't remember how big a favorite she was, but um, Hebos was a heavy favorite. I mean, she beat uh, Mackenzie Dern. She beat uh, Ronda Marcos. She's a tough bitch. She's like a 500 record, but she's fought everybody in, in women's MMA, basically. Uh, not named uh, Ronda Rousey. Um, so that was a shocking one. Landed a big right hand. Sat uh, Amanda Hebos on her ass. Um, Herb Dean came in. Looked like he stopped it but didn't stop it. So homegirl stopped fighting and then went back and basically knocked Amanda Hebos the fuck out twice. It's not often you get... Uh, was it the, first, the second round? It's not often you get knocked out twice. Because she was done the first time but you know she kind of was getting up. She just doesn't have it on the feet. She's kind of got this, like, uh, uh, you know, 99-cent general store uh, Brazilian Muay Thai. It, it's not quite there. It's like a, a sad impersonation of, like, some uh, Vandalay Silva, the way she hunches forward and stuff. It's just, it's just not there. She don't have the crispiness in her punches. She needs to get fights down to the ground, and when, when she can't, you know, that's what's going to happen. But uh, she's young, and she got a long way to go. Uh, who else did we have on this fucking card? There was, like, major upset. Okay, uh, we had oh, – we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Mahmoud. Mahmoud Muradov. I told y'all about Mahmoud. He fought Andrew Dirty Filthy Rotten Sanchez. Great fucking fight. Uh, Sanchez, he's a, he's, a, he's a tough motherfucker. He was in that fight. He was landing shots, and he was winning. He was – it would have been real interesting to see how that fight would have, uh, you know, if uh, Muradov didn't finish it, how, how the judges were looking at that fight. It, it was looking like Andrew Sanchez might steal it because he was just more active, a little bit more active. But, damn, this is the classic, um, you know, activity, volume, output versus you know, damage, uh, damage being caused. Because Muradov's everything he was hitting uh, Sanchez with hurt him. He just wasn't throwing at the, um, at the rate that Andrew Sanchez was, and Andrew Sanchez had his, had his moments, but he never hurt Mahmoud. Mahmoud fucking put him on fucking, it looked like, homie, that was a chicken dance of the ages, homie. Th- th- this homie was straight up pop, locking, dropping that shit in the middle of the octagon. He got hit with a clubbing. With a cl- it was like with his wrist. It was like an overhand club that he got hit with. That was a drunken, 
uh, Chili's bar fucking bar and grill fucking fight right there, like overhand right. Um, he just he was on, he literally on skates. It looked like he blew both ACLs out. You know, trying <laughs> trying to get his feet. He it, it was bad. Uh, Andrew Sanchez was just fucking looking like one of the zombies in in, in, a, in a Michael Jackson in Thriller. Uh, it, it was fucking crazy. He was feeling himself. He was Macarena. It, it was just like a crazy mixed genre uh, of of technique. Uh, that Andrew Sanchez busted out of nowhere, put the put the fucking cardboard down on the ground and just started fucking busting a move and then got knocked the fuck out against the cage. Um, he was rocked. He was all sorts of rock. Mahmoud, I told y'all about Mahmoud. Told you about this motherfucker. Um, he was supposed to fight uh, Mr. 2020 himself. Um, how am I losing? Because I'm high. Because uh, I'm high. Um, my man, my man who just beat uh, Jacare Souza. Fucking A. What's his name? Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland. Machma was supposed to fight Kevin Holland last summer. And that's that was the fight where Kevin Holland picked that dude up in the first round. It was a late replacement. Some guy I never even heard of uh, picked this dude up and, and slammed him. And it took him like 15 minutes to get the guy out of the cage because he was like paralyzed for a little while or some shit. It was bad. But that fight was supposed to be Mahmoud uh, Muradov versus... Kevin Holland, that shit, think about that shit, that shit would have been fucking wild, uh, this dude, Mahmoud, he, he's good at mixing it up to the body, back to the head, he gets your hands to come down, and then he comes back over the top, he faints to the body, and comes up, up over the top to the head, he, he, he's nasty, he's nasty, man, um, so, uh, he's, a, he's a dude, keep your motherfucking eye on this dude, Mahmoud Muradov, um, and then we had, and then we get into the, to, the meat and potato we had, um, who cares about Calderwood versus, I'll give him this, it was a better fight than I thought it would be, but then we had Dan Hooker versus Michael Chandler, and I couldn't have been more wrong about these last two fights, uh, well, a little bit about McGregor and, and Poirier, I 100% gave, and for the longest time, I was on here for how many episodes saying that Poirier was gonna win, and at the last minute, I turned bitch and picked Connor. but I knew this was a bad fight for him, I knew this was gonna be a tough fucking fight, We'll get into that. Dan Hooker versus Mike Chandler. This is this this is that wasn't the Dan Hooker who fought Poirier. That isn't the, he had Poirier in all sorts of trouble in that second round of their fight. He went up in that fight two nothing against Poirier. Poirier had to come storming back and win the last three rounds to win that fight. Uh, Dan Hooker was doing all sorts of damage, especially in that second round. I mean, he he hit he hit Poirier with like a, a ten punch combination against the fence right before the end of the second round. I mean, he looked like a killer against Paul Felder. I thought Paul Felder beat him too, though. Uh, I thought he got a gift decision. Uh, it was close, though. It, it wasn't a robbery. I ain't going to go that far. But the fight, that was a fight before. I think he fought three times, uh, no, two times last year, and then this one. He took beatings in both of those fights. And so this looked like a, a, a Dustin Poirier hangover, kind of. But at the same time, it just shows you just the threat of a takedown, how how game-changing that is. When when just the threat, you see it every time Mahmoud, uh, uh, every time uh, Khabib fights. You see these dudes running, scared, backpedaling. Uh, 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 what had happened was kind of shit in there. He don't even got it. Khabib don't have to throw a fucking punch. Uh, he didn't even have to throw punches against uh, Gaethje. He just backed his own self up slowly but surely. Every time he took a, a running lap around the cage, he got himself closer and closer. It was like he was going orbit and orbit further away from the center. And, and Khabib was compressing that cage on him, man. Shit was, shit was getting uh, small quarters on him. The walls were caving in on him. 
That's the same shit that happened to, to Dan Hooker. One, he came out and didn't throw any punches, didn't go forward at all. Oh, he came out here throwing naked, uh, peppering little, little, little mincy, uh, little baby back leg kicks, calf kicks. He wasn't even sitting in on them like, like you saw Poirier doing. He was just kind of like just lightly throwing them out there. And then just backpedaling, backpedaling, not going forward at all. You can't let this dude, you can't let Michael Chandler with that kind of hand speed just kind of march you down and just back up until you run out of room. That, that, that little uh, warning track right there, he's got to be inside that warning track, that, that black tape that circles the inside of the cage. That's, that's like the warning track to let you know like when the cage is coming up. You got to fight. When you fight Michael Chandler, you got to take a stand in, in the center of the cage inside of that that uh, uh, warning track. You can't let this dude just come forward and land those big power punches. He should, there's no way he should have been able to get inside on Dan Hooker that easily. But he's, he's tricky too. Michael Chandler's over here switching stances in the middle. He's coming forward throw, throwing feints and switching stances like real, real crispy, real, real um, sneaky. And then all of a sudden it's that power left hand. Now, now that lead jab is now a, uh, because uh, he doesn't really have a jab. So he turns it into a power left hook. He's not even that great from the southpaw stance, but he can throw, he's, he's just a power puncher. He's not really, he's not going to sit there and, and jab you and work his way inside with, with, with footwork. He's going to come in behind some big ass, you know, hooks and overhands and try to close the distance that way. That's why I thought it was going to be dangerous because he, he gets caught leaping into the pocket. He has to cover a lot of distance with that right hand. A lot of distance with that lead hook. But when you're not throwing punches and you're just backpedaling, you know, the first two punches don't have to matter. He just comes back with 3-4. Now he's in the pocket. Dan Hooker thinks he's still safe, runs into the cage, gets fucking clipped. It's, it's night-night. You can't let the... Listen, you gotta... You, you, gotta, you gotta do what you do. It's just like fighting Khabib. You gotta go forward and throw your fucking punches together and then react to the takedowns. You can't let the takedowns uh, dictate every fucking, even the threat of a takedown. He didn't even attempt to take this dude down. But you can't let uh, the threat of a takedown dictate how you fight. Now, maybe Dan was just not, not the same after that Poirier fight. He took an ass whooping, dude. They both did. But he took, he took a lot of punishment in that fight, especially that last round. Like, this shit ain't, this ain't, this ain't no joke. That shit takes years off your life. Days, months, years, whatever the fuck. You ain't the same, dude, when you take that many shots. Um, Calvin Cater, that's the problem. With, he took 450 shots, man. That's, that's crazy. These things change you. So I don't know if it was just a confidence thing. I don't know if it was just being too defensive. It was definitely that. But Michael Chandler, what's next for him? I think it's either him or Poirier. Him and Poirier or... You know, if Poirier is going to take a little time, then it's probably Poirier, or it's, then it's probably Chandler versus uh, Oliveira. That's a good fight, but it's one of those two versus versus Poirier. I know they're talking about a, a rematch versus Connor, which makes no sense. Not right now. Connor doesn't deserve a fight for the t- for, to 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 fight for the title after getting smoked in the second round. And, and he's talking about fighting Nate Diaz because they got beef and they were supposed to fight a couple years ago and that fight fell through. I think Poirier got hurt. I can't remember. Um, but so he want you know, Poirier can go for the belt or he can go for money fights. I say go for the belt, but 
you know, because he's gonna smoke Nate Diaz. I love the Diaz brothers, but Nate's Nate's another dude. After Connor lost th th this fight, he said straight up, and I didn't think it was an excuse. I thought it was hundred percent on. He just not been, he hasn't been in there. He's had no octagon octagon time. They they showed a stat. I read this shit. Uh, the since two thousand eighteen, Dustin Poirier has spent sixty two minutes over an hour in the cage fighting. Conor McGregor, 42 seconds. He only had one fight in that span, and that was against uh, Cerrone, who he smoked out. Meanwhile, this dude Poirier's been scrapping, clawing, been in war since then. Getting better. That was a, that was a big part of what we saw today. I mean, a couple nights ago. That was a big part of it last weekend. Today, tomorrow. I don't know when the fuck. It, it was last weekend. What happened? Well, like I've said a million fucking times on here, you gotta have answers for leg kicks. And after the fight, they they it's they uh, Connor's you know uh, John Kavanaugh and these dudes they made it sound like Connor was like they weren't. It's, it's like he never even knew about leg kicks. He never even seen calf kicks before. I don't know how that's possible. That's just not paying attention to the game that you're in. That's just not paying attention to the trend because that's the number one. Number one hottest trend in the last couple years in MMA is the calf kick. It's devastating. It's very difficult to check. Basically, the only way you can nullify it is by making it miss, by, by getting your leg the fuck out of the way. Or like I mentioned a couple podcasts ago when I was talking about these kicks, it's to sweep that lead leg like you're, like you're wiping dog duty off your, off your foot. You just sweep it behind you like you're, like you're wiping your foot off. You're wiping your shoe off. And you leave your knee right in that same spot. You just... Move your, your 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 foot back like you're wiping your foot the bottom of your foot off. That calf kick goes goes right underneath, misses you, and if they go higher with it, they land shin on your knee. That's called a, that's the I told y'all about this. It sound familiar? When Weidman broke Anderson Silva's leg, that wasn't a fucking fluke. He was specifically uh, um, Weidman was specifically checking with his knee like that. The exact way I'm telling you. Go back and watch that shit. And he landed his shin on that knee. And that's a, that's a Muay Thai technique. That's a technique to check. You try to check like that to, uh, to stop a real heavy leg kicker. Because you land once or twice on that, it's over. You're not going to be able to use that fucking shin no more. And so that's an option or just get the fuck out of the way. But here's the problem with Conor McGregor. He's so flat-footed now. Go watch that fight against... Uh, all his early fights, but watch Jose Aldo when he came out. He's bouncing back and forth. He's shooting that that uh, side kick to the ca uh, to the thigh. He's shooting a uh, he threw a one two or a, a two right hand. He threw a cross left cross, uh, right hook on the way out, slipped back out. Then Jose engaged. He slips back, hits him with the left hand, but he's in out. He's in out. He's working off of that left hand. I mean that right hand, that lead hand. He's not doing that anymore. He's coming straight out and just trying to box now. There were no, I'll say this though, he almost knocked uh, Poirier the fuck out with that spinning back kick though. That spinning back kick was right there, a wheel kick that he threw. Um, he timed it perfectly. Poirier just got his hand up, I think, just got his shoulder up just in time. It, it, it would have been devastating. Connor had his moments. I don't want to make it sound like Connor didn't have his moments. He landed big shots, but the problem was, and a lot of those shots that he landed on Poirier ended other fights. Put other people down. Would have put other fighters down. But it didn't put Poirier down. Not this time. That last one, the first fight, it landed behind the back of the head. And kind of, that's a, that's a different kind of strike. Um, 
but he's not he's not throwing those kicks. He's not throwing those teep kicks, and that's that's major work to the body. That's a major way to set up his left hand. That's major way to maintain distance. But he doesn't have that bounce. He came in here strictly boxing, and and it's it's predictable boxing. Poirier had him timed right off the bat, right off the bat. And as soon as he landed, that first calf kick he landed in the first round was so solid. You could see Conor McGregor's face change. You could see it. He got concerned because he knew it was bad. And then he started trying to check it, but he couldn't. He started trying to sit down on it, put his weight on it. That's a great way to check, check a, 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 if you don't have time to get your leg up and traditionally check out, uh, you know, turn your, your shin out and, and lift your leg up. And, and that's a traditional tie uh, check. You, you lean forward and kind of flex the muscle as the kick's coming. That's a great way to check it. Hardens your muscle. It, take, it makes it easier. You can take a lot more to your leg than you can your calf. That calf is a thin little muscle on the side there. But that doesn't work against the calf kick because it still lands on the side of that muscle. And when you, you put all your weight on that, your calf doesn't tighten, not the side muscle right there. You got to get that foot out of the way. You got to get that leg out of the way. You can't take a calf kick. If you, if you, even if you just check, you, you lift your leg up, you're still taking it on the side of that calf, especially the way uh, uh, Poirier is doing it. He's taking a step over, same side, same, same uh, stances, both, both orthodox. I mean, it's southpaw, so it's just like two orthodox fighting, fighters. He's stepping to the side and coming around, around the check. Even if you try to uh, check it, he's coming around that and catching you on the side of the leg. Connor had no answer for it. And then he did the one thing he, he could do. He was, try, he was trying to catch it, and he did a couple times. He would catch it and then fire the, the, the straight left down the middle off of it and counter it. He just didn't land that left hand, which is a good idea, but that's not, you can't get away with doing that because then they, start, they bring those kicks up. So I, we were watching. I was like, he's going to get kicked in the head if he keeps trying to do that. If he keeps trying to catch it like that, you got to get the fuck out of the way. But his movement... He didn't have it, and you could see him start falling over that lead leg when he was throwing his right hand. He, was, he looked off balance. He was landing, but he was having nothing on it. He was having to push with that left hand. He didn't have any snap, I mean, with that right hand, that jab hand. He, he, he just didn't have the snap. I liked the way he was following the, 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 lead, uh, the, the cross with it. He was throwing the left hand and coming back with that long right hand or throwing the one-two and then coming back with that right hand again. Th those were clean, but he, you could see him. He was pushing with that right hand, and he was falling off, and, and, and he really had nothing on it. And then, you know, the second round started, and I think it was the first calf kick that he landed. You could see that it, it, it was done. It was over. The fight was over. I thought it was over after that first round because uh, the damage was crazy. You could see it. You could hear it. Poirier was pointing at him, telling you, I knew that hurt after the fight. Uh, Connor said that he heard Dustin's corner say, that one got him, that one got him. And, and, and Connor thought to himself, you fucking bastard, that did get me, and it hurt, and, and he was in trouble. He knew he was in trouble because he had nothing on that leg. You saw he got, he got stuck up against the cage because now when that lead leg's gone, that's the, when he loves that, that slip counter. He likes to slide out the back door like he did against Jose Aldo and time that right hand down the middle at the same time that he's sliding out. That's all predicated on being able to push off of your lead leg. That's how you go back. That's how you slide back. You propel yourself with your lead leg. You don't have that anymore. It's a Rizzy. And here's the other thing. All you youngsters, you have to learn how to fight both stances. One, it's just so much versatility. Look at, look at uh, Poirier. He switches stances in the middle of his strikes. He's clean either way. 
he's he's been in fights where he's had his leg destroyed. Jim Miller destroyed his leg with that calf kick. That's where he thought of it. Um, and 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 Gaethje destroyed his leg. But you have to be able to switch one to have versatility in your striking. But two, if you take damage like that, if Connor had any ability from the orthodox stance, he could have switched. You see a lot of fighters switch to you know orthodox uh, to southpaw when they take a lot of uh, damage on that lead leg, but they immediately go back because they're so uncomfortable uncom- in the opposite stance that they'd rather just take the the, the the leg kicks because they're so terrible from the opposite stance. You got to be able to fight out of both. You got to be able to fight out of both stances. And Connor couldn't do that. He couldn't fight out of both stances. And so he had to keep taking that lead leg damage. Um, he had nothing, no answer for it. He got caught up against the cage, and, the, and those shovel hooks that, that Poirier throws have a ton of power on them. They come up, you know, kind of they're in between hooks and uppercuts, and they come up and they club you, and it was, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. It was, it was basically a domination. I, I said that Poirier could definitely win this fight. I thought he would for the longest time up until actual came time to pick it. Um, but I thought it would be in like the, the late third, fourth, fifth round. I thought it would be later in the fight. I didn't think he'd get it done that quickly. Um, but I've said on this here podcast many times when we talk Conor McGregor, I don't know why nobody ever attacked his legs. And I said in that Jose Aldo fight, if he doesn't land that, uh, knock him out right away right, that, right then, we're probably in store for one of the all-time great fights with him and Jose Aldo. And Aldo would have been, it would have been interesting because Aldo would have attacked that leg. Now, it would have been an inside because they were opposite stance. Um, but still, you can do a ton of damage that way. Or you attack the back leg. Either way, there's going to be a lot of leg kicks and he was going to have to have to deal with those. And we never see anybody attack his legs. Poirier did it. And not, he didn't just do it with a regular... Connor tried to come back and answer back with some regular kicks of his own. I've told y'all before, his round kicks aren't that great, especially his leg kicks. You saw him against uh, Nate Diaz. It's the only time he really threw him in the second fight, and they looked terrible. He was catching his foot on the leg the whole time, uh, on the shin. Uh, he, he looked bad. He fucked up his leg throwing those kicks. And he threw like two of them against, uh, against Poirier, and they had no effect. He doesn't, he doesn't throw them like traditionally. But he came out, he threw no, none of the teep kicks that he throws, none of the snap kicks to the body, none of the side <laughs> kicks to the body, none of the spinning back kicks to the body, the shit that destroyed Mendez. He came out the gate throwing spinning back kicks and landed them two in a row and then started digging those toes in to the fucking gut. You know, everybody says, oh, he gassed because it was short notice fight. Fuck all that. Maybe that's true, but getting kicked in the body like that hurt him a lot too. Right before he got knocked out, he got kicked in the body. Connor's become one-dimensional, and they a lot of people saying that he only wanted to box to showcase to try to get that Pacquiao fight. Um, you know, maybe that's true. Maybe there's something to that. Is it coincidence that Pacquiao agreed to fight? Who's he fighting? Uh, Ryan Garcia. Woo! The, you, one thing about Pacquiao, this, if you don't know, he's fighting Ryan Garcia next, that youngster, that young buck. He'll fight anybody. Pacquiao, you know, pushing 50 probably, fighting like a 20-year-old. I mean, this dude don't give a fuck, man. He'll fight anybody and everybody. Um, but I think Conor was, you know, he could have been trying to set that fight up. And, and as soon as, you know, Conor lost, it was immediately announced a couple days later that he was fighting. Maybe the, maybe the Pacquiao camp was waiting to see what happened, see if he got called out. Uh, but immediately after that, Ryan Garcia um, gets the nod. Um, so it was just a, it was a classic performance. Just an, a, a koala station, middle of the mall, family room, 
diaper change. That's what it was. And I'll tell you this right now, and I'll be the only person to say this. Other than, other than Khabib, to me, Khabib, Khabib's the GOAT. I don't give a fuck about no John Jones. I don't give a fuck about nothing. Khabib is the GOAT to me. Other than Khabib, Dustin Poirier is the greatest lightweight of all fucking time. You're lying to yourself if you think otherwise. You're motherfucking lying to yourself. He's beat. You all saw what the fuck Max Holloway just did a couple weeks ago. Dustin Poirier beat that fucker twice. Beat that motherfucker twice. Um, and I think he finished him. I'm pretty sure he submitted uh, Holloway in their first fight. I'm going to look it up right now. Dustin, I'm going to look his shit up right now. I'll get that shit up. But let's just go off the top of our dome right now. Dustin Poirier uh, beat Max Holloway twice. The second time they, they fought recently, last year, I think, 2019, I think, Dustin was all over him. That's the only time you've ever seen Max Holloway hurt. He didn't knock him down because nobody's ever knocked him down, but he had that motherfucker in all kinds of trouble. Uh, let's see. Let's go through... <clears throat> Through some of these, uh, he lost to Cub Swanson. That's crazy. Uh, I'm going all the way back, all the way back. Um, lost to Danny Castillo. Castillo's a motherfucker, but that was in the WEC. Damn, uh, Poirier fought in the WEC. I didn't even know that shit. John Grisby, that was he was a big name back in the day. So he beat Max Holloway with an arm triangle. I thought it was a darse, but yeah, arm triangle. So he beat Max Holloway in 2012 with an arm triangle. Uh, he lost to Korean Zombie. Lost, lost to Cub Swanson. Eric Koch was a big deal back in the day. Then he lost to Connor, and after that, Diego Ferreira, uh, he's fighting actually on this next card. He's a, he's a tough dude. Uh, beat him, beat Yancey Medeiros, beat Joseph Duffy, who at the time was the last person to beat Connor McGregor. Beat Bobby Green. You know I love Bobby Green. Um, he did lose to Michael Johnson. He got knocked out. Then uh, almost lost to Jim Miller, but he won that. Uh, beat Alvarez twice. That first one was a bullshit thing. So he beat uh, Alvarez, who was a champion. Beat him twice. Beat Anthony Pettis. Beat Justin Gaethje. Hey, calm down, homie. Simmer down. Damn, he's wilding over there. He's just tossing shit left and right. Then beat Alvarez again. Beat Max Holloway. Lost to Khabib. Beat Dan Hooker. Then beat Conor McGregor. Unreal. Unreal. He's a, he's the greatest lightweight of all time, not named Khabib. Period. End of motherfucking story. Uh, he has to fight for the title next. I don't know how you can justify him not fighting for the title next. It should have been for the title, uh, but uh, uh, fucking Dana, he, he was really putting all his eggs in one basket that he was going to get Khabib to come back, and it, it just didn't happen. I mean, he already beat all these guys. The only thing you could say is, you know, Oliveira, uh, that's an interesting fight. Chandler, I don't give Chandler a chance. I, I don't know. I know, man. Used to fight out of Dago. For some reason, I thought he was still in Dago, but I guess he's in Florida now. Been for a while, I guess. Um, but, hey, uh, I, I think he's got he's to fight Oliveira. Uh, I think it's Chandler next. They're both on the same card. Makes a lot of sense unless Oliveira's ready to go. But, you know, uh, there's something to Michael Chandler only having one UFC win. You know, he gets a title shot. So I would lean towards Oliveira. I think that's an interesting fight. Uh, Michael Chandler, give him Gaethje. I, I know there was rumors about Gaethje versus Oliveira. I don't know if that's a done deal, but if it's not, Michael Chandler versus Gaethje, that's the fight to make. Uh, and I do Diaz versus, I either do, you got to give Connor somebody he can beat. It's either Diaz 3, McGregor versus Diaz 3, or Tony Ferguson. Give him Tony Ferguson. I, he can beat, Tony's done. Tony's done. 
Uh, he, he's Dunskis. Dun Dada. Uh, that that's a that's a favorable matchup for him. He's got to get he's got to get his movement back. He's got to get his old swag back. Um, I'll go through the picks real quick right here right now, and then we'll give homie a a, a call real quick uh, before it gets too late in the game. Um, I'm gonna give you my picks right here. Um, Alistair Overeem versus Alexander Volkov. That's this weekend. Uh, Alistair Overeem should win this fight. And you know what? He's become more of a wrestler. He's on that that um, Glover Teixeira shit. Glover uh, transitioned from a striker to a wrestler, and, and Alistair Overeem's done that. And Alistair Overeem's not a very good wrestler, but he wins fights with wrestling. T- top control uh, wins decision. Hey, dude, calm down. This dude likes to pile his shit up, stack everything, all his toys, and he likes to run over and kick them and shit and punch them and like <laughs> throw them all over the fucking place. He's wilding right now. I need you to calm down, son. Where's that energy when we're doing burpees? Huh? When we're doing when we're doing the uh mountain escapes, huh? Yeah, I see you, dude. See this dude. He's got a little brother or sister on the way. That's crazy. Corey Sanhagen versus Frankie Edgar. It was a bad fight for Frankie Edgar. This dude's long. Sanhagen, I I doubted him against Marais. Ain't doing it no more. He's spinning back kicked, spinning wheel kicked Marais. KO. Fuck, after eating his ass the whole first round. Buffet. Shit, when they were still allowed to open buffets. This motherfucker was out here eating ass uh, against Marais. I, I, bad news for Frankie, I'll say this. I thought he lost his last fight to Munoz. To Munoz. I thought Munoz won that fight. I picked him to win that fight, but uh, Frankie looked good. His hand speed looked like it was there again. He was moving, hitting angles. Uh, it, it, this could be a good fight if, if Frankie's able to get it to the ground, but I just don't see it happening. Corey's too long, man. Too fast. Throws crispy combos. I think he's next for the title after he wins this fight. Uh, Mar- Mar- Marion Renault, uh, Macy Kieson. Uh, sh- Give me Macy Kieson. Alexander Panchoza versus Man- Manel Cape. Manel Cape. Let me tell you about this motherfucker. This motherfucker's bad. Alexander Patosha's a, a tough fucking fight. This dude, Manel Cape, where was he fighting from? Um, he was in another organization. Um, let me see. I'll look it up right now. He was in another organization. This dude is... He, 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 this dude fights with... Uh, he was in Ryzen. That's right. He was fighting at a Ryzen. And he wears... Like old school UFC, like one, two, and three, where they where some dudes will wear wrestling wrestling shoes into the cage. This dude, I guess, in Rising, you're allowed to wear wear wrestling shoes because he wears wrestling shoes uh, in the ring when he fights MMA. Uh, he's not gonna be able to do that here, and that's a big deal because that's a lot of traction. Uh, it protects your foot when you throw kicks. This dude moves like a motherfucker. He's so fast. He hits angles. He can turn into a wrestler in a blink of an eye. Manel Cape just won the Ryzen title in his last fight, uh, which was uh, over a year ago now. But still, he's, he's, a, he's a, a nice little prospect, a uh, little free agent pickup for the USC. Keep your eye on him. Cody Stamen uh, versus Andre Yule. This is a banger. Ah! Cody Stamen might be able to dominate this with wrestling, but I'll go Andre Yule. Diego Ferreira, who I was just talking about. Benil Dariush, banger. Give me Benil Dariush. They've already fought once, and Benil won the first time. Michael Johnson versus Clay Guida. Hand speed. Clay Guida's a motherfucker. When you think he's going to lose, he comes out, scores crazy takedowns, and, and dominates the fight. That could very well happen here, but I'm going Michael Johnson. He's the only dude that ever hurt Khabib. Landed a crispy left hand that just fucking rocked him. Uh, only time we've seen him rocked. Only time we've seen him act human in, in, in the cage. Give me Michael Johnson, hand speed alone. Mike Rodriguez versus Danilo Marquez. Tough one, grappler, uh, 
uh, grappler stand-up matchup right here. Danilo Marquez won his last fight, I believe, on armbar. Uh, Mike Rodriguez is famously known for losing to Ed Herman after dominating the fight. Uh, got uh, some bullshit phantom uh, low blow against him. And, and uh, after he was about to knock Ed Herman the fuck out, the ref stopped the fight, and Ed Herman for like five minutes sat on the cage pretending he got hit in the nuts when he didn't. They showed the, the replay a hundred times. It wasn't even close. It was a clean body shot that put him down. I think it was a knee right to the body that put him down, and he was about to be finished, and the ref stopped it. They restarted the fight, and Ed Herman somehow, someway found a way to win. I had bet on him that day, and I had picked him to win, so I didn't fucking mind it, but he got robbed. Mike Rodriguez got robbed in that fight. Uh, it was amazing. It was some amazing shit. Uh, give me Mike Rodriguez on that. Julio Arce versus Timur Valiev. This is a banger, homies. This might be your fight of the night right here. This is a tough one. Uh, Timur Valiev was on the opposite end, the receiving end of the uh, probably the, the the upset of the year. This dude was coming in with major uh, promotion from my outside promotion. Uh, eight, I think he was sixteen and one. Uh, was dominating the first round. This dude is a motherfucker. Little short dude with kicks and punches. Uh, uh, in a blink, uh, just all kind of crazy output, crazy pace. And he got knocked out in the second round by uh, this guy Trevin Jones, who who took the fight on like a last second notice and was getting smoked in the first round. Should you could he could have even stopped it. He could have been stopped in the first round. Came back. Timur Veliev. I don't know who wins this. Julio Arce is a good fighter. Give me the upset. I, I, I'm guessing Timur Timur uh, Valiev is going to be the, uh, the 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 favorite in this one. Give me Julio Arce. Devonte Smith. Alex De Silva. Another banger. Give me Devonte Smith. Give me Devonte Smith. I don't. I think that's going to be an upset too. Jocelyn Edwards. Carol Rosa. Give me Carol Rosa. Molly McCann versus Lara. Procopio, give me Molly McCann. Seung Wu Choi versus Yusef Salah. Watch this fight. This will be a solid fight. Give me Yusef. Ode Osborne versus Danis Bondar. Uh, give me Danis Bondar, but Ode could, could get a knockout too in that early fight. So there it is. All the picks on WYSIWAX. So far, we're above 500 for the year by like four fights, I think. It's tough. This, this pick em game is tough. Um, but we hanging in there, man. So uh, the last month, I mean, this past month, man, uh, those three cards that we had were back to back to back. They were all fucking bangers. They were all fucking bangers. The Kiesa uh, Magni main event was was not not that great. But other than that, that card was probably the best all around card. Uh, you know, then we had you know McGregor. Um, so shit was bangers, dude. Bangers. I mean, what a way to come to, to start the year, man. And, and this fight right here is a sleeper, too. Corey Sanhagen versus Frank Yeager. That could be a main event right here. For me, it, it kind of is. Um, but that's it. Let me hit this motherfucker up. Let me save this shit. Hit this motherfucker up. Let him give his two pieces, his two cents, and then we out. Oh, I got to start. Now, now we're hot. Sorry, sorry. I, 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 we weren't on a hot, hot mic. Now we're hot. Hey, listen to Steve. Uh, Alex Jones, I so I'm I'm gonna let you take this away. You you've been you've been dying. You've been swinging for the nuts for a couple weeks to 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 say what the fuck you gotta say. Um, uh, what what is on your mind right now? Is is it is it Conor McGregor getting his his leg amputated? Is is, is it the Democrats? Is it the liberals? Is it uh, 
Um, your boy uh, Trump unemployed now. Is it is it Reddit destroying stock market? I mean, what the fuck? It, it's a wild time right now, Miha. What what is on your mind? What, what did uh, what did you already go through? None of that. Okay, well, what's, well what, I, 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 I mentioned I already I talked about you. McGregor and, and, and the fights. I did fight talk, so I got the yeah, okay, yeah. And we already spoke on that. We, 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 we agreed, actually, I think, uh, pretty much. Well, let me, wait, just and, give, give your, your take, what you saw. What's next? And what's man. next? And where do we go? And, and yeah, what's wrong man, with McGregor? Man. And what's wrong? What did we see wrong with McGregor? Oh, man, okay. Well, we had, you and I had spoken already was, um, I think we might have disagreed a little bit. I thought that he came out, and he looked like the more dominant individual. He came out, he was pressing, he, he came out strong. It's just that, that, man, I don't know what it is, but all his fights, he doesn't protect against the kicks. You know that. He doesn't really, he just Well, no one's ever really kicked his legs. I mean, they have, they have, but not the damage that was... Was given. No. He never received leg damage like that in any of his fights. Yeah, because nobody attacked his leg like that, and, and especially not from the southpaw right. stance. Well, yeah, and um, that was the first time he got kicked with a, in the calf. That he he straight up said that he'd never been kicked in the calf right. before, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah because um, I mean, you, you've seen fighters come after his legs. Though. I mean, uh, Alvarez was one of those guys that tried to come after his legs. Remember, he, he kicked him the wrong way and hurt his foot. Well, yeah, because he's also out, he, he's also opposite stance, so it's an inside leg kick rather than an outside leg kick. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Exactly. So. Uh, but anyway, that's what I saw, bro. I um, I saw that uh, leg kicks were definitely effective, uh, affecting him for the first time ever. And but if you've seen the first round, who'd you have winning the first round? Uh, Connor won the first round. Right. He, he right. just landed the bigger shots. But but also just presence in the, in the in the ring. He looked like the more aggressive, dominant fighter. He looked like the alpha in the ring. That he he did. But the after the first calf kick, he, you could tell that he mm-hmm. was it it, yes. it did work. He started getting off mm-hmm. balance with that lead le- with that with that jab hand. He was off yeah. balance. You could see him trying to. He, he was falling over that lead foot. He had in that he couldn't slip back like he normally does and slip back and counter with the left hand like he likes to do. He looked in trouble right off the bat after those first couple kicks. Yeah, it was like the beginning of the end, huh? After the, that first. Uh, well, I mean, that's probably why those kick. left hands he landed didn't knock knock Poirier out. You see, what the problem, the second problem was, is that those shots that Poirier ate normally put people to sleep and had put people to sleep. Not not mm-hmm. that day though. Yeah. Um, I, I, okay, so yeah, I had him uh, looking sharp, looking good. He, did, he took those leg kicks, and he didn't take them serious. And then after the <laughs> second round, it was almost like Nate Diaz kind of, kind of uh, the, the first Nate Diaz, I mean, halfway through the second round, you kind of saw the damage just, you know, piling up. And you know, there was nothing you could do about it. He was, he, was on one, he was literally on one leg. There was nothing you could do about it. But you know what? Uh, I'll say it right now, because I've already said it to you earlier this week, Number three is coming. Part three of this match is coming, and it will be for the title. I don't think. I don't. I don't think so. That's what I got. Uh, he either That's fights Diaz, which is most likely, or he fights Tony. Well, who Who are you giving the Poirier fight to? I'm giving it to uh, Charles Oliveira. I don't have that. He's not. He's not. He's not playing time yet. He's not playing time yet. He just beat Tony he Ferguson another... and broke his fucking arm in the cage. Who 
Think about what you're saying, man. Think about what you're saying. He was undefeated he for eight Tony years. Ferguson. He was defeated undefeated for eight years, and everybody said he was the guy to beat Khabib. Yeah, he's your age. He's like 40. Who cares? No, he's not. Tony Ferguson is like, like in his upper... He's almost hitting 40. So in, in six months, he ain't shit no more. I saw... Uh, in the last couple of fights, I've seen a rapid decline, and that happens. That happens. And that's exactly happen. why you give him the Connor, because it's the only fight you can win. You need Connor to get a dub. You can't. You can't. Connor loses again. It's a Rizzy. It's a wrap. Your USC, your fucking horse, is Gonskis. You got to give him a fight he can win. The only fight I see he can win right now that's respectable that he could take. He ain't beating. He ain't beating uh, Chandler. He ain't beating Gaethje. He ain't beating Charles Oliveira. He ain't beating fucking Poirier again. So the, those are the top dudes right now. He ain't ever fighting Khabib or ever in his life in, in fifty years, uh, fifty lifetimes ever beating Khabib. So that's the top five right there. He can't beat any of those. Tony Ferguson, okay. Ferguson's on the outside, kind of still top ten probably. You can give him that, and that's that'll be a respectable win. Or you can give him the Nate Diaz trilogy, and that's a respectable win. And then if you want to make him maybe a rematch if he looks good, then it might make a little more sense. But right now, homie just got his ass ate, and you can give him a title shot after getting his ass ate. I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree. Okay, so let me ask you this: For, um, McGregor Diaz won. Did McGregor get his ass ate in that fight? He got his ass ate in that second round. Okay. And he pretty much dominated yeah, the fight the, until those feet. Yeah, homie, okay. homie just got and, and laid out in the Playboy centerfold position, homie. Like when they okay. lay on the little bed and shit and take little poses and shit. That's how the fuck he looked with the, you know, with his hand, his head propped on his little hand and shit. Your description of the fight, I, I disagree with your complete analysis of the fight. The only fight, the only fight that McGregor has completely been overwhelmed, dominated, and it was the Khabib fight. And he still got a, he still won a round according to the numbers, to the cards uh, in the third round. He was dominated but, more in this fight than the Khabib fight. No. no Absolutely. No. How'd he get finished in two no. rounds then? The, Miha, just because he wasn't landing hands, he destroyed his leg after the first round. That leg was done. The fight was over. The fight was over after the first round. Okay, so a miscalculation on the late kick. Miscalculation. That's a big fucking calculation. That's one of the biggest yes. tools in the game, Miha. And, and and before then, before they'd actually really, I mean, it took a toll in the first round, but before that actually really overwhelmed him, he was up in the fight. He was winning the fight. Winning. Your boy okay. came out the back room after the fight looking like like Jimmy from South Park on, on fucking Tiny about, Tim with crutches and shit. Scoliosis yes. looking ass motherfucker. All right, so you're going off appearances. Of, I'm going of, off of damage. He got he he was the more okay. way more damage. He didn't touch. When when did Poirier look like he was ever hurt? Okay, so let's go let's go to. Uh, I'm gonna take that as a never. Okay, hold on. <laughs> let's go. What do you mean, bro? He was wobbled in the first. Wow, round. what? On, yes, he hit him on that donkey walk in the first. He did round nothing. He took that's a step right, back yeah. and said, "Okay, that's it. You landed no, your no, best shot, and that's it." Now where do I we go here? Rotate. I seen the neck do a roll like uh, like it was on a pogo, like like on a, on a on a pitch or something like that. It was just kind of rolling around. Let, let me neck. ask you this: Whose dick do you ride harder, Trumpy's or McGregor? All right, so let's go. Let's go. You said you, you were judging it off the damage. Trumpy's right? or McGregor's? You, you, you said you're judging the fight off the damage. That's what you just said. You're yeah. Judging the fight off the damage. And when you can't okay. walk, it's it's over. I want to talk about. What's the what's the announcer the the one eyed announcer that what's his name again? Michael Bisbing. 
this thing versus um, the one that he fought in uh, in England versus uh, the dude from Temecula, actually, your boy. Uh, Henderson. Henderson Bisping. Let's go to that. Let's go to that fight, that, that uh, title defense. Do you remember that? It had nothing to do with the title. Henderson, Henderson made him look like he was from, from freaking... Uh, he did, but that wasn't for the title. He knocked him the fuck out. That was for a title. That was defense. That was a title defense. What are you talking about? No, it wasn't. Bisping was the title holder. And no, he wasn't. Rematch. Bisping was not the wow. title holder. He didn't win the he Miha. He didn't win the belt until like his last two fights in his career against Rockhold. That's when he won the belt. Yes, and he did a title defense against Henderson and then a title defense. No, he didn't. Yeah. Miha, no, he did not. He did not fight Bisbing for the t uh, uh, Henderson for the title. I didn't look at that. I didn't look at that immediately. Regardless, he, regardless, regardless. Bisbing didn't win the title until the end of his career when he knocked Rockhold out. I don't want to get distracted. The damage. Tell me about the damage on Bisping in that fight. He got knocked out. What do you mean, what damage? He lost the fight. What, 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 what difference does it make? He didn't lose the fight. He won the fight. Bisping won the fight. What fight are you talking about, bro? This is the, the rematch that they did in, uh, in, in, um, in uh, oh, you're, oh, oh, you're talking about the rematch. I thought you were talking about the fight he got knocked out. I, you lost me. Oh, like 10 years ago? No, I'm talking about the rematch in England. Oh, I, who the, the fuck knows? Who the fuck remembers that fight? Oh, wow. I'm not, I thought I was talking to a historian, a fight historian. Never mind. Never no, mind. I know what you're talking about now. I, now I know what you're talking about. I, I remember I, I, I thought you were talking about the first fight. You're right, and he did have the title after that. He did have the so title for that so one. So don't tell me about damage. Don't talk about damage. Look at uh, yeah, I thought, uh, I thought uh, Dan Hendo got robbed in that one. Okay. and Because and he did more damage. He did more this damage. Is not the same. This is not the same circumstances. I totally get it. Uh, but uh, McGregor was winning the fight. He was winning the fight all the way until he got so... What difference does that make? He got his ass ate. He got knocked out two minutes later. What difference does it make what he was doing in the first round? The end result was that the damage, whether he won the first round or not, the damage he sustained in the first round led to him getting his ass ate in the second round. Period. He lost. He lost. He got his ass dominated. So my point is, my point is, I don't want to hear that he doesn't deserve an immediate rematch. No, he doesn't. Number, one. number number two is Miha getting laid is, out. Getting laid out does not deserve a rematch. Number two is not only can he beat Poirier, uh, which I definitely saw him doing. Not anymore. Last Saturday, uh, he, he definitely can. He'll never beat him. Anyway, you know what? Diaz two. Diaz McGregor two. You told me Diaz ain't Poirier. Diaz winning the fight. You, everyone had Diaz winning fight that. There was no way, no way that McGregor could. He, he had his number. There was no way. Mija, we can go. We could go. We could. We, we could bring up all of the picks that you've had wrong. What difference does it make? No, I'm not talking about just me. I'm talking about the world. They, they said it was a stupid fight for him to think that he should not be fighting Diaz. It's a bad fight. It was a bad fight, and there's people who think that Diaz won the second fight. Are you one of them? No. Me neither. So who cares? It was still a competitive fight. Okay, and so you're. And it was a dangerous know. fight, and it's still a dangerous fight. If he takes okay. that third fight, it's a dangerous fight. Is Poirier a more dangerous fight? Absolutely. Dangerous fight? Way more oh, dangerous. No, no, no. Uh -huh. I, I disagree. I think Diaz is a more dangerous fight than Poirier right now. That's my opinion. Diaz is. Yeah, did you see Diaz's last fight? 
you know, um, let slow. That continue. I, I wouldn't like to see that fight continue. The hands uh, aren't there anymore. The hands aren't there anymore. He took an enormous amount of punishment in three rounds. That that fight was about to be ended anyways. I see that fight differently uh, on a second on a rematch. I see that. I don't know if he wins that fight versus... Um, I, I don't know how, but I, Dustin Poirier... Is, is a far more dangerous opponent than Nate Diaz is at this point. All right, so, so let, me, let me just continue. I have him uh, able to be Poirier. I have him able to be Gaethje. I have him able to be Cowboy. I have him able to be Cowboy? Diaz. What are we talking about Cowboy for? That motherfucker ain't uh, even in the I'm conversation. Sorry. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, not Cowboy. Who's your guy, uh, Olivera? Oh, yeah, you're, you're thinking the other... Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I just confused it, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah... I, I don't know he doesn't win any of those fights. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Gaethje, Miha, you just saw him get a leg, a Civil War fucking leg amputation from Poirier, who's not even a leg kicker. What the fuck you think? What the fuck you think Gaethje's gonna do to that shit? Gangrene, Miha, gangrene. We gonna have to take that fucking thing. We giving you a wooden one. You just motherfucker coming out here, Captain Hook type shit. You were talking this way during DS2. We disagree. That's okay. And and we'll, we're going to see. But I think the rematch is in the making. You know what? There's, there's I mean, you could fight. be right. There's you could be right. You could be right. But it doesn't mean he deserves it. Well, you, wait, wait, hold on. You said there was no way in hell. I got the, te- I got the receipts, Mika. Yeah, I'm saying, saying no my opinion is that no way in hell he deserves that fight. I'm not saying there's no way in hell they won't make that fight. There's a big difference. Uh, okay, you're changing it. Okay, I got it. No, you, said not, get no, you said he ain't getting that fight. You said he ain't getting that fight. Well, you know what? That's fine. I, I'll, I'll switch it to if he doesn't deserve it. I'll give you that. No, no worries. You uh, think he deserves wait, it? Wait. You think he no, no, deserves no, no. it? Didn't say that. Didn't say that. No, I'm okay. asking you. Said, I'm asking you. Does okay. he deserve it? Okay, so in my opinion... Um, I think there's other people that probably deserve it. Okay, so that's a no. You can answer. You don't have to answer it like a liberal. You don't have to ask it like, answer it like a Democrat. Just answer the question when we ask you. Does he deserve to fight Dustin again right now? Next. Liberal, liberals don't have explanations. They're like, uh, 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 uh. And, and then they don't give you an answer at all. They, they, they answer some of the other questions. No, you, you, you have stepped. You have stepped. You, 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 you halfway crooked it. You halfway crooked. You came out here and halfway crooked it. I gave you a clear answer. Clear. No, it was We're not clear. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to translate for you. No, he doesn't deserve the immediate okay. rematch. Now, does he get a rematch in the future? Maybe. So who does he fight? If not Poirier, who do you give McGregor? All right. Well, okay. I'll answer that, but I, have, I want to circle back. There you go. There's a liberal. Uh, Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I want to Bills. circle back. <laughs> so, so, hold on. Uh, you said who deserves the title shot? Yeah. Who, I mean, yeah. Well, who does know? Who does Who does Poirier fight next? I mean, who does uh, Connor fight next? <sighs> man, that's a tough one, man, because I don't like the Diaz fight. See, like how you don't like it? I now don't like it. Because <laughs> he can't win it. Like it. It's, it's a tough fight. He can win that fight. He can win that fight, but it's going to be a tough fight. I think. I think he walks through Tony. I think Tony's shot. He's done after that Gaethje fight. That Gaethje took well, everything I, out of him. If he didn't fight Gaethje... Why, why, are we, why are we going in that direction? Why are we going backwards? Because he needs a win. That's not backwards. Mija, they're probably right next to each other on the, on, on the, on the rankings. You've got to remember, Conor McGregor was ranked number four. Poirier was ahead of him, two in this fight. So four, he okay, loses so. this fight. He's, he's barely hanging on the top ten, just like Tony. So that fight makes a ton of sense, and they're both coming off of losses. And if you're the UFC, you need, him, you need Conor to win. So give him a fight he can win. He can, he can beat uh, Tony. Uh, I, I agree with that. And for a lack of 
of, um, on my end, a lack of wanting to pick someone because I just don't know who I'd like besides the Poirier rematch. I'll agree with you on that. We might as well just go with a Tony fight, I guess. But now, but here's the thing. Here's, a, in my opinion, a more important question. If you're not giving Poirier the, the title uh, with uh, McGregor, who are you giving that shot to with Poirier? Charles Oliveira. I don't like that fight. I think that... Uh, I think or a long good. shot, Michael Chandler, but Michael Chandler only has one win in the like UFC. I like that fight. I like that fight. He only has one win. Dustin already... Dustin said it perfectly. He says, this motherfucker, I ain't fighting him. He said he's not going to fight him yet because he only has one win. I understand that. Let me ask you this. Who's your top five? Poirier, Gaethje, Oliveira, uh, probably fitting uh, Chandler in after that. Four. I've I'd have to look at some other names to remember who All else right, is so there. But it it, it ain't it ain't Tony and it ain't it ain't Connor. They they ain't why coming. Are you, why are you giving Gaethje number two after he absolutely was on the retreat? Well, according to you, because he won the first round. So apparently that says everything. He he won. Hey, he Gaethje, won. Gaethje. He, he won the first round against Khabib on all three judges' scorecards. Gaethje won the first round. Khabib was in retreat the whole He round. destroyed his leg in that first round. Even even Khabib said that. Go look at the scorecards, cards, Miha. Yeah, uh, he I, won I, I the fucking first round. round. He won the first round. That's why it was ca- crazy. And, and the fight lasted a round and a half. Is that correct? A round and a half, yeah. A round and a half. Yeah. Uh, Khabib did absolutely I, nothing in that I, first I round saw, until the end. I never saw that fight as competitive. It's just my opinion. I didn't see nobody dominate. I didn't see Gaethje come out and dominate the fighter. I don't know. No, what, but he I won the first round. Nobody again. said you don't have to dominate to win a round. Right. I understand. I understand. I'll have to look at that again. I don't remember that. But uh, I, I saw him just moving, moving, moving back. Uh, I'll take a look at it. Though. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so you're giving Gaethje number two. And you said uh, Oliveira three. You said um, number four was... Uh, Chandler, but I, I'll, I'll give it to you right now. I'll give it to you right now because I got the I got the lightweight. Wait, division bantam fly feather. Okay, so they have port. Okay, so they have Justin Gaethje. This is exactly what I have. They have this is exactly what I have. Dustin Poirier one, Justin Gaethje number two. They have Oliveira number three. Like I said, four is Chandler. Five, you'll never guess five. I know who my number five is. My number five would be Dos Anjos. Uh-huh. Their number five is Tony Ferguson. Coming, yes. coming off of two ass whoopings. And then number six, number six is Conor McGregor. And then number seven, number seven is Rafael Dos Anjos. I give Ra- Rafael Dos Anjos, I give him. I mean, that fight with Paul Felder was dope. I give, and Paul Felder's a tough motherfucker. I'd probably put Paul Felder ahead of Tony Ferguson and all those dudes. I mean, where are you at with Dan Hooker? You just leaving him out? I mean, uh, he's at eight. He's, he's, they got him at eight. Yeah, he's probably like eight, nine, ten around there, probably. Yeah, around, they got him right. They got him right. The only thing I would change is I would probably put Rafael Dos Anjos at five. I would move everybody else down. I would put Dan Hooker above Tony Ferguson. Uh, I I'd probably keep Connor ahead of Dan Hooker though. Uh, you have uh, you have Connor at six. I'd have him. Yeah, I'd probably have him where he is right now. Looking at no, I'd yeah yeah I would six. 
All right, so you're Dana White. You got to do a lot of things. You got to be fair. You also got to you also got to provide. You got to put meat on the table. You also got to got to uh, get fan. You got to get people riled up for something. You got to get the fans. One going. one of those guys. One of those guys. Just you could even do a Justin Gaethje rematch with Dustin Poirier if you really want it. Oh my God! No. No, don't don't say things like that. Why? It was a great Gaethje fucking fight. Over... I, I don't like Gaethje. I don't like Gaethje at all. Oh, you're he's, out of your mind. A, okay, well, you like him. Why? Because you know what? He's a 50-50 guy. He's going to swing for the fences and hopefully knock somebody no, out. He... Or he's going to get knocked down. Okay. <laughs> Alvarez completely just... Okay, so it's on it's on wax. You're swinging from Chandler's nuts. That, that's the nuts we're on right now. No, no, I'm not saying Chandler. I agree with Poirier. He has one fight. I, I get it. I totally get it. I mean, not just not that he hasn't paid his dues. Okay, so if not, so if not Chandler, then it has to be Oliveira. If you don't like Gaethje getting it, that's the only person left. Which okay, is exactly so what saying, I said. Okay, so I'm saying you're Dana White. Is that the fight you got to make to 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 uh, satisfy all of those uh, different metrics that I just gave you? What? No, because money fight versus. Who deserves to fight for the title? That's a completely different thing. If I, if it's the money fight, Conor McGregor's the guy to go with, or Nate Diaz even. That's the, those are the money fights. If you want to go like just competitive, who deserves the actual title shot next? It's Oliveira. You're a good feeling. You're, you're a good feeling. Who does, who I, does I put win? Chandler versus Justin Gaethje. That's what I do. Cause, uh, just, I like that. I, that's I, what I do. Chandler like versus that. Gaethje, and I do Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier. No one's gonna buy that fight, man, bro. No one's gonna buy that fight. No one wants, no I, they one are. wants to see that fight. Yes, they do. They saw him dominate Tony Ferguson. People still love Don, uh, Tony Ferguson. Well, I'll tell you what. Dusty wins that fight. Um, I don't see that fight happening. I, I, let me ask you this: Who does Dusty want to fight? He wants to fight. He already said he wants to fight Dust. He wants to fight either Diaz or he for makes no sense or Connor again. And, and you know what? The people want that. And you know what? Dana wants that. But it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not. You can't. Yeah. But that the problem is that then he's not going to fight for the title because it's hard to give. Make Nate Diaz ain't going to fight for the title if they want him to fight. To, he doesn't get a title shot. And it's well, hard. To, hard to say that you know uh, poor, uh, that uh, McGregor gets a title. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. So so. You're saying Dusty's next fight is not going to be a title fight. If he wants one of those other two guys, if he wants Connor or, or Diaz, no, it can't be. Which they have, which is impossible. They have to make him fight for the title. So I, his, I, they got to make the Oliveira fight. That's it. Okay, understood, Mina. All right. Understood. Uh, I, I, I'm not even sure if I. Uh, well, I get it. I, I understand why. But go ahead. Next, put next, put next. it put it on wax. Who wins the Super Bowl? Well, um, yeah, I have uh, my Bucks uh, going in, and, and Brady walks, you know, walks away after this. In my opinion, my Bucks. There's no way he walks away. You know, he's coming back if he wins, especially <laughs> if he wins. So you got the Bucks. Oh wow! Great. I got breaking news. I got breaking news on on the uh, on the party. I got breaking news. Uh, Justin Gaethje talking about he'll walk away if UFC get, uh, gives Conor a, a, an immediate title shot. I, I, this is what I'm telling you. This is what I'm telling you, Mihai. You don't deserve that shit. 
Well, Gaethje doesn't deserve it either. Nobody's saying that he does. He's not saying he'll walk away if he doesn't get a title shot. He's saying if he deserves a title shot more than uh, Conor McGregor does. Yeah, I don't know. He got knocked out by Eddie Alvarez, Dustin Poirier. Got choked out by uh, Khabib. Uh, I, I probably di- I, I differ on that. All right, what what else you got? We, we got we're gonna have to uh, fucking dip out of here. We're over an hour now. What, what one last thing? I mean, where's the, where's the propaganda? You you got any last minute propaganda to kick right now? What what do you mean by that? I mean, wh- when have I ever given you any propaganda? I just give you facts. Oh, you, I mean, everything you send me is fake news. We caught you. We caught you red-handed with the fake news last night. Which was did some some bullshit uh, Brentwood school thing or something or other. Uh, you talking about the uh, race theory? Uh, that, that's, they're doing that all over the country, Mija. Everyone, everyone's doing that. That that, that was enacted by uh, Joey B, your boy, the guy you voted for. I I didn't vote for nobody. I mean, you're a Democrat. Okay. <laughs> so is that what you want? Is that all you got to say? Is there anything? I thought you were holding all these receipts. What were these receipts for? Well, I mean, what, what are you looking at? What are you looking for? I, mean, I, I want whatever the fuck you've been holding on that you, you've been saying. I got the receipts. What are the receipts? <laughs> okay, well, I mean, uh, so far, I mean, uh, give me approval rating of, of, of your president. I have no idea. I mean, uh, is, I don't he, give a uh, fuck. Is, is he in the green or is he in the red? What do you got? Did you listen to the Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Joe Rogan that I sent you? I've listened to it. I've listened to uh, the whole thing. It's like a year old. No, 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 no. The new one. It just came out last week. Oh, no, no. I haven't. I haven't heard that one. I sent it to you. Well, I'll have to listen to that today. Then I thought that was the old one. I didn't. No, 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 no. That that one. Remember, he was on. She was on with Jocko Wilnick. That, 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 yeah, that was like old, right? Yeah, that was a year ago. No, this one he she just did like uh, uh literally, um, literally this past week. Hey, hey, she's the truth. She's a rising star. She uses she uses common sense. She doesn't get woke by all these AOCs and all that crap. She doesn't say uh, things that are completely derailment, uh, just like Trump uh, derangement syndrome type language. Hey man, she ha- she she's the real deal, man. She, you know she's what else she is? Deal. She's family. No, hey, hey, she's family. Look, you got the number? I can get it. I'm one step away. Uh, okay, like I said, okay, listen. Right. The, the okay. family. The the problem is, is they don't they don't fuck with her. They don't uh, for some. I guess I guess there's some shit in her past where she her dad like uh, did uh, ran some kind of anti-gay organization and she supported him or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I'm no problem. You have freedom to do whatever you want. This is America, I think. Well, you know how it is. You take one thing that somebody... It's crazy because you take one thing that you disagree with somebody about. And I guess she was against abortion. And These are probably... Honestly, they're probably old ideas. But uh, I guess, you know, certain people we allowed to change their minds and and evolve. Like, I I think completely different than I did when I was young, than I did 20 years ago. Uh, I have completely different views. So I guess, you know, some people, they're not allowed to change their views. If you say one thing, then you always uh, represent those things. But you don't hold, but they don't hold other people to those same standards. They'll, you know, because the whole Democratic Party was against gay marriage. You know, uh, uh, Hillary. Hillary was against gay marriage until it became convenient not to, but they voted for her. Uh, you know, Joe Biden's been uh, an evildoer in this party for fucking decades. So. Uh, it's just kind of funny how, you know, they pick one thing not to, not to like about somebody so they don't ever give them the time of day. 
and uh, meanwhile, they could probably have, you know, a hundred things in common that they fucking actually believe in. Oh, oh and they don't. Well, I think we agree on something. I, I, I think what you're trying to say is it doesn't matter what the subject matter is. It only matters what, what gives you the ability to keep and obtain and keep power. So if that particular subject is on deck and that's what's moving, moving the needle, then that's what they're going to run with. They really don't care about what the subject is. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, they, they're into uh, that, that whole left side is all into, uh, you know, token gestures. Um, it's about they don't care about who gets it. It's, you know, never mind Kamala Harris's, you know, past and her, her, her discrepancies. It's just that she's a black female. So it, it's a colorful face in a, in a position of power. And that's all they really care about. They don't care about what they've actually stood for and their actions and any of that. None of that matters. And, and the, the virtual signaling is only on, on it's a one-sided thing, you know, and yeah. it goes back the other way. And, and they're not willing to look at their own and hold their own accountable because if they really thought, here, here's, the, here's the ultimate litmus test, if you will. Uh, if I, I'm pretty sure we can agree that uh, Bernie Sanders and Tulsi Gabbard were the best candidates for the Democratic Party. Do you agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. Absolutely agree with that. And I think everybody agrees with that. There's there's right-wing conservatives that said they would have voted for that 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 billing or that would mm-hmm. vote for Tulsi Gabbard uh, just running as the president. Um so how is it that these two people and what does it say about the two people that they had the two best people for the job and they sabotaged those two people? Uh, called them Russian agents and 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 literally um, had people, you know, play games, you know, against them so that they wouldn't get the nomination. What does it say about the people well, that they, they did want to get nominated, a.k.a. Well, Biden and Kamala Harris? What does it say about yeah, them? It ha- it, well, it's, well, hold on. It, it, okay, so I understand that, but that's strategy. That's strategic moves there. If they don't... But why did they want to make those moves? Why did they want Biden it, in there? Be, because they align more with their leftist ideology. And it's whoever is willing to push their agenda to the front of the room. And let's talk money. Who's bought and paid for? Who's going to who's going to keep perpetuating the same thing over and over again with the same businesses, the same your, banks, your boy, your the same boy, lobbyists, uh, Joey B. Ah, and who, Joey yes, B. yes, and yes, exactly. And who, who wasn't going to who wasn't going to do that? Well, your Trumps, your Tulsi Gabbards, your people that have their own minds that can your Bernies that want to put the and put the people, put the people at, at the at the top, mm-hmm. you know, put them at the at, at, in charge of their own uh, destiny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, before we get out of here, your take, GameStop. Ah, um, well, it's 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 Wall Street is, is war games, man. I mean. I, it's too bad, you know. They can dish it out, but they can't. Uh, they can't take it. That's it's, it's, it's very interesting. And you know what? They're likening it to like an. Ins- uh, Break it uh, down for me. Break it down. What actually tra- happened? So they were they they, they bought trading these. Trading insurrection. A trading insurrection is what they're calling. Okay. Well, what you have? This has been going on for years, years. Well, forever. So, so basically, <laughs> yeah. So basically, you have these hedge fund people that they control a lot of the money. They control their customers, right? What are their customers? The customers are in charge of everything. They're charge of 401ks. They're charge of uh, big corporate money like Facebook, Twitter. These people that just move billions of dollars, right? They make the moves. They make the moves. The ones who and have profited off of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Billions. Billions. And you know what? There's no one there to check them. No one. Why? Because there's not enough power that 
accumulates or collaborates together to do it. So finally, when you have a, a group of individuals that say, you know what, enough of this, and, and not to mention a set of billionaires that also got involved, like uh, uh, what's the Tulsa guy? Um, Elon Musk. Elon. Mm-hmm. And um, Cuban, Mark Cuban jumped in on it as well. Guys that have money, and they actually jumped in on the movement. They, uh, you know, they fought back on it, and uh, they moved the needle. I mean, the, the, we're talking about this is like a multi-billion-dollar loss because they couldn't do what they normally do on an everyday. Uh, so what do they do? They routine. buy these bonds really low, and then they they resell them somehow before they 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 put a price in. They basically okay. So shorting is basically you you borrow the stock and you sell it. You borrow it and you sell it for. A, um, you're basically saying that it's going to the price is going to drop. It's going to bottom out, and that's what you're betting on. You're actually betting on that. But when it doesn't happen, and it goes the opposite direction, and not only the opposite direction, it skyrocketed. I'm talking about it went from like five dollars to three hundred and something. Like yeah, I think it caught up as high as four eighty. Um, you're losing because people are, are selling those at, at that price. And so you're losing all that money. That bet is just like basically backfired on you. And uh, some of these guys are going to have to either, they're going to have to take the loss. I think a couple hedge companies already sold out and lost. They took the loss. It was like three, four billion dollars. But some of these guys who are dependent on it, like they have billions in it, they're going to have to file for bankruptcy. Whew. All from a Reddit? All from a Reddit group? Uh, yeah, but you know, it also probably carried on to other platforms. And well, yeah, but it started in a, in a Reddit group. Right, right. Wow. You know what's going to happen, though? You know what I'm hearing, though, bro? They're, they're going to start looking at these groups. They're going to go back and look at the chats, and they're going to start looking at these guys and saying that they're terrorists. They're, they're, oh, they're going to – they're not only that. These dudes are – these are now these are the people who are paying the Bidens and the Kamala Harris's and all those motherfuckers. And there's yeah. gonna be laws that are gonna be changed to stop, you know, them from not being able to, you know, do what they wanna do. Moving the goalposts, yeah. It's Moving only gonna fuck us, and that's all that is, is try to yep. fuck the little man because <laughs> that's that's it. So what, that's how so you what, save what the do rich we do? man. What do the little what does the little guy do? <laughs> You you don't put Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and and, and and the other machine and not not just them the anybody whoever's probably coming up through the Republican ranks all of those none of those motherfuckers none of them none of the people that are in, involved in this. Do you see now why Trump was so important? Do you see now? He, but Trump Trump because he was against all of that. He was he was I, he was against the the big corporate big tech. Big uh, swamp creatures in, in but Washington. He, but at the same time, Miha, he was he was a cancer to, to fucking actual humanity. Why? Why? Because you gotta have called, both. Because uh, he's just a, a piece of shit, and he inspires other people to be pieces of shit. You know, he, you know, he was trailer trash kind of talk once in a while. No, he but, inspired uh, all these other motherfuckers to now you know be pieces of shit to other people because the president does it, they can do it. You've seen it. It's overall just fucking dickheadedness uh, of the of America under him. So there was, there, yeah, there was. I'm not going to say that he was like the you, you, he did nothing right. Uh, the, you know, but at the same time, he he was just a fucking cancer, man. He was just a uh, he inspired hate, and that that's you, you can't have that also. So you can't you got to have somebody who maybe you know did the things, some of the things that Trump did, but is also a, a fucking eloquent speaker who can bring bring people together. That's what you need. You don't need some dude who who causes so much fucking chaos. 
So you're you're basically saying that that Trump was like he was a president that was basically like a a fan at a WWE event. That he, was he catered to president. his own side, and that's not you can't have that. You got to have somebody. It's supposed to, you can't be I'm ruling for fifty percent of the country, and I'm going to ignore the other half. You got to you got to at least make that say, attempt. When you say his own uh, on one side, what exactly do you mean? Because because the Republican Party is the most diverse party in the history of the Republican Party this year. Was so multicultural, so different different types of people, rich, poor. No, I'm, I'm talking about all these fucking weenies who were stomp, you know, storming the fucking grounds, and all these people, you know, talking shit out in public. You know, all these fucking dickheads, all the dickheads that he's inspired, all these hillbillies out here, and, and all this fucking racist, uh, you know, bullshit that he, he feeds into. I don't. I I, I I understand what you're saying, but I um. I, I kind of get that. I'm, so, I'm saying it's saying not that. all about policy. Policy is a huge thing. Probably yeah. should be the most thing. But at the same time, in that position, you need yeah. somebody who's going to bring people yeah. together and not just cater to their own side. Yeah. We've already had that. That's what you're seeing on the other side now. You're seeing is, them just catering Joey, to their Joey, own side. Is Joey, let me ask you this, is Joey B right now, is he bringing people together? He ain't doing nothing, Miha. There's nothing that motherfucker's doing other than, than, than fucking staying in a, in, in a fucking little tank glass, a little vat of fucking water with tubes in himself until it's time to show up in front of TV. <laughs> he, he's literally not doing anything. They're putting shit in front of him to sign. He goes, what's this? And then he'll sign it. And then he goes back into his little incubator. You saw that video? You saw that <laughs> He's going back into his little incubator. His little, his life is like. You remember when you played, uh, uh, when you bowled as a little kid and they put the little bumpers on? They put the bumpers out yeah. for this motherfucker in life. They putting the bumpers out for this motherfucker. He doesn't go bowling. No. And the scariest part about it is that that Kamala Harris is out is next in line. It's, they it's ain't the answer. Is all I'm saying. I'm saying we need somebody who's gonna who, who who's not gonna play. You know, oh hey, we're gonna cater to this left side and all these. The first fucking thing they did when they got in the into Congress was change pronouns in, in congressional yeah. meetings. That's the first thing of everything that's going on in the earth. That's the first thing they changed. That's the most important fucking thing they changed. And I'll tell you what, it's not. It's, I got young kids now. They're gonna the first time their teacher starts telling you know uh, the the triple champ that he ain't a little boy that he 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 might be a little girl and all this shit. Motherfuckers yeah. getting knocked out, homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't mad at you. I, I, that's why I asked you how do you feel about your daughter, you know, competing against uh, biological boys. He's gonna uh, she's gonna uh, smoke them. I don't give a fuck. The the the, yeah. the 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 foxes and all that shit. Uh, they, they, it don't matter. Uh, pretend boy, pretend girl. Uh, it don't fucking matter. They all get their necks taken. Just the same. Uh, uh, if, if I have a, a little girl, uh, she's gonna she's gonna run it. She's gonna run. She's gonna be 115, 125, 135 pound champ. Um, going back real quick. Uh, so you're basically saying the weekend at Bernie's show that that is not Joey B is not. No, we we right weekend now. at Biden's. Biden's. W A B. Yeah. Weekend at Biden's. Yeah. That, that is um that that's a show that's a sideshow. There's sideshow in charge. And Absolutely. Right now we're just. We're that's why he's there. That's why he's there, Miha. Let me ask you this on my behalf: Can can Trump correct the concerns that you just expressed? No, no, that's just who he is, and that's his fan base. He needs that fan base. If he, if he ever uh, embraced the other side, he'd lose the 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 main uh, foundation of his support. Those, wait, 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 wait. He'd be a traitor. Embracing the other side. So you're saying if he's if he stops with uh, the insults and things like that, he'll you're, he'll you're lose everything. Embracing it. 
wow. He'll lose wow. everything because okay, that's why those people love him so much. Seventy-five million. Uh, that's not, no, wait, hold on. That, that's not, that's not everybody. Everybody that voted for him, uh, one, that's they weren't racist mean. pieces of shit, and everybody who voted for him weren't, wasn't also a supporter of him. Just like everybody who voted for Biden wasn't a supporter of Biden. Well, yeah, you're saying a lot, though, there. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. I mean, you had I mean, two I choices, save- Miha. You, you, you had get your fucking dick cut off or you had get your balls cut off. Which one you saving? Which one you cutting? Which one you saving, Miha? You got to cut your Johnson yeah. off. You got to cut your nuts off. Which one you? Which which one's going? Yeah, uh, neither. That's why I didn't the nuts. Go. The nuts is going. That's the one we fucking lost. We lost the nuts. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, I have a. I know you got to go. Yeah. Uh, we have. You, you haven't you haven't touched base at all on the uh, that big fight. Um, your your boy, the, the the YouTube personality versus uh, your style, Ben Askren. <laughs> I sleep Ben Askren in any kind of stand-up uh, competition. So I'm telling you, YouTuber. the fight to make, the fight to make was me versus Jake Paul. That was the fight. No, you, you'd kill him. You'd kill him. If it's, um, I, I, I go in there with, uh, with uh, kickboxing rules. Wait, 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 but it's a boxing match. It's a boxing yeah. match. But I, I go, let's go kickboxing. He wants to fight MMA no. fighters. He's talking about you know fighting MMA fighters. Well, at least let's do some kickboxing then. His advisors are, are telling him, stay, stay boxing. No, he's going to kill Ben Askren. Ben Askren, his hands are, are terrible. And, and people, well, yeah, the people uh, sleeping on Jake Paul. He trains. He's got yeah, hands. I know. I know. And, and but there's three and a half months, so Aspen can't correct these mistakes. He's he been sitting he on the couch, homie. He's been sitting on the couch. <laughs> I I follow him on Instagram, so I I know. Yeah. He he he, he he's showing videos of himself um, throwing a medicine ball and jump roping right now. Like homie, you just need to be hitting pads. You need yeah. to be sparring. Yeah, I understand. He's getting knocked out. All right. All right. All right. It, bro. All right there it is. Yeah, no doubt. Until ne- and, 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 hey, until ne- hey, don't forget about the border wall, man. A lot of consequences with that immigration policy coming in. All these people are going to be coming into your your hood there, down there in in, in, in Diego. We we send them up to 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 uh, Temecula. They they gonna they gonna have you a know, nice little welcome some, banner for you. You got to grow some balls like Texas and shut it down. You know, regardless of what the federal government says. Uh, Texas is gonna be uh is is gonna be the next California, Mija. Nah. <laughs> Watch. Watch. Man. Hey, I got uh, right before I. Hey, I, I got the uh, I got the uh, Gavin Newsom uh, recall filled out. That's going to the mailbox tomorrow morning. Absolutely. Now, now, did you get? You need to go to the mailbox of your in-laws and gather all of the theirs before they get it, so you can fill it out for them and send it in. I think uh, most of them, or at least uh, a couple of them, already did. Oh, and they 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 recall it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay, very good. Well, they're at 1.2 million. You need you need uh, 200,000 more, which should be no problem. Should be no problem. No and you have what? Million. How how long till they get it? Uh, you have about 45 days. 40, it's yeah. March, it's uh, it's going to be a race. Sunday. It's going to be a race. Yeah. Or 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 you know what's going to happen? The, they're going to miscount the votes, and they're going to literally he's going to have he's going to come up like five votes too short. Well, no, there's no miscounting because these things are in the hands of, uh, of the people who are, are in, in charge of the movement. He's going to come up. He's going to come up suspiciously five votes too short. Watch. You know, then you, then you go for 1.5 million. You don't go 1.4. You go 1.5 million to make sure that, uh, that everything is covered. 
It should not be a problem, you know. I don't understand. That's not even a lot of votes. I don't know why they're not talking two million. Well, no, it, it's on, they only need 1.5 million people to initiate the recall uh, hearings. And what's the process after that? Yeah, he, he'd go on like a trial or something like that. Ooh-wee. But Ooh-wee. the 1.5 million is the only the, the number he has to reach. That's it. That's all. Right. It, I mean, it should be like it should be 5.5 million already, and he should already be facing that shit. Right. Uh, well. All right. Hey, I'm I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, all we'll right. see. Yeah, all right, we outro. We outro. All right then. Yeah, later. Later. Well, fuck it. There you. We 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 went ham. We went deep into this shit. We went deep into this shit. Hour twenty five. We giving you the heat. We giving you the heat right here. We, you know the the bro politics right there, man. Um, um, we're getting we're getting heavy in it. California's on some shit. California is fucked, homies. It's it's super fucked. This Gavin Newsom dude is is on some on some other shit. On some on some other shit. Well, fuck. We're gonna go out to that shit. Actually, now that I think about it. Uh, whiskey sick podcast. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I've been yipping. I've been yapping. Um. Episode number 124, all up in your ass, and I'm out, motherfuckers. One day, I'm gonna be on some other shit. On lean, we're blasting trunk music. Dead in the middle, I fiddle those triple D's. Little did we know when I put up these 50 G's. Hell's hot and dark, and sun's out dark. You somehow look through my eyes, see what I see. Don't blink, you might need the time that I took someday. These rhymes in the hook, but I get away. One day, one day, I'll be, I'll be on some, on some other shit. On some, on some other shit. On some, on some other shit. One day, one day, I'll be gone. You know, just wait, you find me. One day, one day, someday soon. Someday, someday, I'm neighbor.
Someday, 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 I make boom.